Today is Blue Monday, the third Monday of every January, which of course is uh, January 15th this year. Uh, Blue Monday has become known as the gloomiest day of the year. And January can be a tough month anyway. Christmas and New Year's have been and gone. You're still counting the financial and physical cost of all that spending, eating and drinking over the festive period. There's bills to take care of and that next payday can seem like it's years away. Plus, on top of all of that, it's just very cold outside. Uh, So you could be forgiven for suffering from the January blues, but fear not, because Louise Lynch, the mindfulness and positive psychology coach from Newmarket on Fergus, is with me this morning, hopefully with some tips on how to beat the January blues. Louise, a very good morning to you. Thank you very much, Alan. And again, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so today is actually Blue Monday, the third January of the month. And, <laughs> and everyone seems to be falling off the uh, resolution wagon. And Already. <laughs> yeah. And summer seems so far away. So the summer holidays, the holiday sparkle's gone and it's kind of like Christmas is over and gone and we're all just feeling a bit gloomy. And I suppose January as well is a dark month. And there's also, I I don't know if you've ever heard of the SADS. So it's seasonal affective disorder that can happen from November to kind of most of the January months. And And for people who may not be, have previously heard of SADS, that's just at this particular wintry time of year. As you say, it's dark, the weather's not great. It just weighs down on you. Less sunlight. And less sunlight means less serotonin, means that uh, we're losing... It's a, or it affects our hormones and it actually there is a science behind it that it does make us feel more depressed and a lot of people suffer from it every year so January then doesn't help and also we're coming into a new year a lot of people if they've got there's grief it's a new, coming into a new year with another person so it can be a really hard time for people the one thing about Blue Monday is it's actually it, it came from a travel agency uh, in 2005 Sky Travel Agency did some calculation oh, really? <laughs> with a psychologist to find out what was the most gloomiest saddest day of the year and they came up with the third Monday of January <laughs> so it's actually Blue Monday's kind of a myth yeah okay, I, 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 funny you say because I'm sure a lot of us have never heard that before and you'd wonder how extensive the research was but um, whatever was involved I mean it feels, not today in particular, but just this kind of mid-January period, as you say, for all the aforementioned reasons, they're probably not too far wrong. Yeah, and it's, it's there was, oh, there was a big, you know, a psychologist, big science point, calculations, everything behind it, that it did come up. But they went on it then and used it as a travel. And, you know, obviously this time of year, the travel agencies are out in force. And you oh, but know. that's probably how a lot of people will try and improve their mood, isn't it? You know, look, if I, I book holiday or have something to look forward to, yeah. that get, will get you through this this, this period. Yeah. Um, and I suppose there's nothing wrong as well with feeling blue. And every now and again, uh, feeling blue and just accepting the blue and none of this, you know, this constant feeling like, oh, I should be... Um, in good form all this time and you know this toxic positivity and that but sometimes we just have to kind of accept what we're feeling sit with it make ourselves feel a little better maybe have a hot nice bath uh, go out for a walk one of the you know the, one of the best things for you is to get out for a walk and even if it's 10 minutes 20 minutes get out and get the sunlight on your skin if anyone in work I know definitely when I used to work in corporates I always skipped that 15 minute in the afternoon afternoon break and that's when you start the dip in the day I always you know I I know myself I used to go for that walk I just carry on working so that might be an opportunity for people that's anyone feeling that they're not getting out in the evenings and they're running around racing to kids activities and it's dark and it's dull that might be an opportunity just to take that 15 minutes and give yourself 10 minutes even to walk around the building you work in to get outside get a bit of serotonin in the skin vitamin D make yourself feel better you even just try it 
um, this week, you know, and then up at the 20 yeah. minutes or whatever. And just these little small things, it doesn't have to be, because like, this is why people fall off the resolution wagon, because, oh, it's a new year, I need to do this, 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 pressure, 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 I should be doing this, I should be um, doing this and this. So do, do you think that's actually adding to the January blues, that, you know, a lot oh. of people come up with New Year's resolutions to try and improve their mood that, you know, oh, I'm, I've put on too much weight or I'm drinking too much or whatever yeah. it might be. And that if I actually achieve these, that will help cheer me up. Yeah, but also if you're constantly telling yourself I'm overweight, I'm this, I'm that, you're you're affecting your mood. Yeah. And this is the time of year and it's like, this year is going to be the year. And we put so much pressure on ourselves to be a better person. This new year, new you, this kind of thing. We're already perfect the way we are. We sometimes just need a little help, like to go to the gym. You need someone else to give us help to come to, you know, to start meditation, to start um, go eat, just a little help to even not listening to this radio call and that, oh, I, you know what, I'm going to try and go out for that little walk in, in the afternoon. Just, it's little things. We, we we go all in and think we have to do these these big things, go to gym and pay a fortune for a gym membership that it dies down and we never even um, use it. And we spent... Half empty <laughs> gyms by March. And you mentioned a very interesting phrase there a moment ago, Louise, toxic positivity. Yeah. It's, it's more yeah, about. and it's... Uh, like you say, you go to some, I'd say, how are you today, Ellen? You know, what would your response be? Oh, not too bad. Yeah, but, you know, we just automatically say we're grand, we're, we're fine, grand, we're yeah. this and that. And really, sometimes we're dying inside, you know, and this is a good day to actually open up the conversation about talking how we're feeling. If you're not, like today, some people are feeling blue all year round. They're not feeling well it, uh, or depressed and they're not talking, they're maybe living on their own or they're lonely and that. And mm. it's a good time to actually open the conversation about you know, maybe call, reach out to somebody. And there's loads of, um, even if you Google, just places you can go to meet people, that social connection. But there's an awful lot of people saying they're okay when they're not okay. And I wonder, I wonder though, is that, I don't know if this particular or specific to Ireland and Irish people, but, you know, in that kind of social norms, Louise, when someone says, how are you? You're worried, you know, you say you're grand even if you're not because you're worried that if you actually take it literally that they literally are asking how you are and you start unloading your problems on them. You know, that, that they're only saying that as a social nicety that they, they they don't genuinely want, <laughs> they don't want to become your therapist. Yeah, no, 100% <laughs> and that is, but, it, but it's also a case of maybe we need to be more open to if someone does kind of offload their homes, just listen, you mm. don't have to counsel them. Just listening is really, really important and just saying, look, I don't know how to help you, but we can maybe work and figure out something together. You don't have to counsel them because that's another way of, but you have, you know, this, this, um, tell them, but you, you know, sometimes people feel bad as well that they don't feel good in themselves because they've got a, their health, they, they have a healthy family, they have healthy, but, but like, sometimes we're just not feeling well and it's if this blue Monday goes further than, than a week or two weeks, maybe we need to just kind of yeah. look at it and, and maybe start, go out and figure out other opportunities to maybe make us feel better and even gratitude is a really good practice in writing down three things a day even thinking in your head before you get out of bed in the morning start in the morning positive you know positively that would be very um good form of positive psychology um but appreciate what you have the air in your lungs even simple things um you know your health your thing they're all just training your thing rather than waking up feeling gloom and gloom you're actually training your your mind to think more positive and these are fairly, you know, easy steps or simple steps that people just don't, I suppose, consider. Um, yeah. I, you know, it goes back to even uh, in our fitness and wellness slot with Kieran Pan. He was uh, talking um, recently about 
unre- unrealistic New Year's resolutions and unrealistic goals and setting yourself realistic goals. Like if you want to become fitter and healthier, it's something simple, like as you said, getting out for 10, 20 minute walk, t- making sure two or three meals a day are reasonably healthy and having two litres of water a day. That will make a difference if you keep doing that. Yeah. And it's not making huge changes to your life. Yeah. Because you might say, a lot of people are put off when they try to think about how they can improve their lot. And it's like, oh, well, I've got to get the kids. I've got work, then I've got to get the kids and then I've got to go home and do this, that, 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 that and the other. And there's no time for, for anything else. Yeah. But actually, if you think about it a bit more, you can fit things in here and there. Yeah, and like that, okay, setting the alarm for 15 minutes er- earlier. Um, in the morning you know if you have your kids to get up sitting down and doing a five minute meditation there's loads in line that you can look at doing a five minute meditation getting up getting your big glass of water because water is so important sleep is probably you know <laughs> lack of sleep is a form of torture <laughs> and that's especially I suppose any new parent out there can say that with young kids it's 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 really really tough so getting you know coming off that phone don't sit in bed before bed coming off the phone and I know everyone's probably throwing their eyes up to heaven at that one but that phone, that blue light in your phone is just keeping you, it's keeping you more awake. And then you're, you're and as well, you're looking at all these po- this positive lives and this, and then you're going to bed going, oh, I should yeah. be doing more and this, I should and be. Tell us more about the light aspect, because I've heard that before, but some people might not be aware of it, that that's actually disturbing your, your efforts to sleep or your sleep patterns, the, yeah. the kind of the, the glow off of a yeah, mobile there's a blue, phone. There's a blue light on the phone that actually can, you know, it's, really bad for the brain and it's making you feel more awake so then sometimes people are going why can't I sleep it's because we're sitting in front of our, fine, our phone and, the, <laughs> and it's also psychological you're looking at people's brilliant lovely lives and thing or it could be all you know all the stuff that's going on in Palestine and there's a lot of stuff in your feed and it's really hard to look at and then that's the last thing you're thinking of hmm. before you go to bed and then you wake up thinking about it that's where there's the gratitude and the positive looking at your you know looking inwards rather than looking outwards because sometimes we have it all in, in inwards all the the good stuff sometimes we just have to peel off the layers <laughs> to get into we're perfect the way An we emotional are emotional onion <laughs> yeah that's exactly it yeah 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 what other advice would you would you have for people Louise to try and tackle the the January blues or just to, to feel a little bit better about themselves yeah I suppose the, the one of the biggest ones would be the exercise getting out in sunlight nature nature is actually uh, there's so much science behind it that it makes you feel good being out in nature and, and I would recommend that going out without the headphones, without the thing, because that's the distraction. I'd go out for a mindful walk, look, uh, tune in into your five senses, looking around you, because this this moment we're having right now will never happen again. And life is short and enjoying it when it when it when when you are out in it. Um, water, which you mentioned, sleep again, gratitude and just social connection. Because this time of year, a lot of people stop going out, the dry January, and there's people that are single, that live for going out at the weekends to have that social, to meet their friends, yeah. and then, you know, they're not going out. So just connecting with people, friends, it, it, you know, going out for coffee, meeting them at the weekend. And that's for people that maybe are in a relationship, think about your friends that aren't, they might be lonely, and anyone, older person that's living on their own, and just connecting with them as well. And my biggest thing will be mindful medita- mindfulness meditation because we it helps us slow down because like you said a while ago you go home in the evening you have the kids you have the activities you have the dinners you have this and then by the time 10 o'clock comes we're exhausted and that's when we sometimes want to just downtime to look at the phone and maybe instead pick up and do f- before you go to bed maybe just a 5-10 minute me- meditation you'd be surprised how quick you get to sleep with it there's thousands online just google it start off slow 2 minutes meditation in the morning then when you start feeling you've mastered that four or five, just like the walks, increasing it. Small little habits 
and slowly building them healthy habits rather than this going all in. I need to be doing gym weights. I need to be cardio. I need to be this. I need to be. This, I need to be sitting for forty-five minutes yeah. cross-legged. And uh, some people have a You know, mindfulness isn't about this sitting cross-legged, floating, levitating. It's just being present, being present with. Um, putting even the stuff in the dishwasher. So, what, yeah, what, like, med- I've, I've never meditated, but it's something that intrigues me. I would like to try. Is it as simple as just sitting down and closing your eyes? Or, you know, are there techniques involved? Are there breathing techniques? Breathe. Or things you have to think of there, or not think of? There, there's a lot. There's, I think a lot of people think that as well, that it's all about not thinking. And mm. it's it's not, because if we don't, we're not thinking, we're dead. <laughs> so it's a good <laughs> you don't thing want that. Thinking. That definitely won't help you beat but the January the, blues. Yeah, the slower we <laughs> slow down, because sometimes, you know, people say, I, don't, I, feel, I, I feel anxious, but I don't know why it's because our heads are just so busy so sometimes when we sit ourselves it's really uncomfortable because then the thoughts start coming in but then we have our breath we can focus on our breath one of the simplest ones um, I could advise today would be um, the 16 second and that could be when you have you know a a thought that makes you feel uncomfortable or anything come in focusing on your breath takes away that thought and just being present slowing down the mind as well slowing down the mind you can recognise what thoughts are coming in and then there are the thoughts maybe that are making you feel anxious and then kind of problem solving those thoughts maybe by journaling and all. There's so much but do you want to do like a 16 second have we got time to do one yeah, now? Why, you not? Can say, why not? There you go Alan. You've Proof will be in the pudding. Yeah. So if we just um, you can close your eyes but this can be done even in a queue if you're just feeling overwhelmed okay. in your car when the traffic lights okay. are on. So we can close our eyes Yeah. and then if we 16 seconds so we're going to breathe in for four inches of nose Two, three, four, hold for four. Okay. Two, three, four, out for four. Two, three, four, and then hold for four. And then that's 16 seconds meditation that you can do anywhere, anytime when you're Mm. feeling... Also, I'm glad you kept talking during that because it doesn't make for good radio with the host yeah. breathing in and out. Yeah, I was, I was conscious of that. And also, then sometimes we we see the sighing as negative. You know, someone will go, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Sometimes that's just stress. The body's um, automatic response to stress. And we, you know, for years we've been told to hide sighing and this. It's not mannerly, it's this. But it's actually sometimes just going, getting up and going. <sighs> Letting it all <laughs> out. Letting it all out. Your breath. and, and that, uh, So that's 16 seconds. It's called the box breath. Anything, you can look it up. But it's in for four, hold for four, out for four. four. You can do that any time. You could repeat it for a minute in the morning to start off. Um, and you'd be surprised how it does help you when you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious or just trying to slot it into little microdoses of the day and it will help you then with... Well, I know, just stop I know what brain. I'm going to be doing later on anyway this <laughs> evening I'm sitting in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's a great one. You can do it with the kids in the car. I do it with my kids in the car. I've got them now doing it with me to teach me so that they so they love it. Yeah, it's another good one on the way to the school run rather than they're killing each other in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> like Any, anything would be preferable to that. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, is yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, brilliant stuff. Uh, some nice uh, th- things there for people to try out uh, to tackle the January blues. Um, but as you say, the, the perception that you have to be happy all the time is also not particularly helpful either because yeah. it's a kind of we're pushing, yin and yang. We're pushing down all our, our problems and that's when we explode because <laughs> we're, we're not dealing with them and sometimes it's okay to be blue. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's okay. Our emotions are okay. <laughs> emotions They're there for a reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for those much needed tips, Louise. Um, uh, in terms of your work as mindfulness and positive psychology coach, I know we were chatting with you not too long ago about uh, workshops. Uh, any anything else on the horizon? Yeah. So next week I have I've actually one spot on my mindfulness course and positive coach. That's a six week course. 
Uh, then I have meditation on a Tuesday morning. So that's about 45 minutes meditation. People can slip away from work if they want. <laughs> or um, <laughs> There's also a self-care workshop. So I'd be going through the seven pillars of self-care and lots of meditation. And then I've they announced my, my next uh, round of courses coming in April then after that. But there's lots more. But actually just check out my Instagram page, my website's under construction at the minute but my Instagram and Facebook page is mindfulmoments.ie and my email as well is all on there so yeah I suspect you're going to get uh, even more interest uh, after all this great (laughs) advice. Uh, Louise Lynch, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, A very, very timely uh, appearance on Morning Focus and uh, I'm sure it'll help a lot of you folks out there as well.